Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you will even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. We are live already. Just wanted to say, why didn't you acquire Twitter? But no, that's not relevant. Zach, I'm so excited. Everyone, we are live and we are publicly live. That's that's even more. We are on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter. And I cannot wait to get started to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is whiteboards. And as I call it, creative research. And now that ClickUp also launched the whiteboard feature, I have the one and only... Sec Whiteboard's Blodget. Is it Blodget or Blodget? <laughs> you got it, Blodget. Yeah. Blodget. All right. There we go. So, yeah, I'm really happy to have him on the call. We or I actually published a video about the new Whiteboard's feature, compared it to Miro, and shared some of my thoughts and the potential behind this. If you watched the Level Up conference by ClickUp, Whiteboard's was introduced there already. And Sec already mentioned on stage, well, this is just the beginning. So I'm happy that they listened to, to my video and my opinions there. And we had a chat before going live here. And I'm really excited to share the details with you in the interview now. Sec, welcome to the show. You should talk now, right? Who are you and what the heck are you doing in this call? Yeah, thanks a lot, Tom, for having me on. And yeah, about the name, it took a long time to go through the legal paperwork to get my official name changed to whiteboards but uh, you know still in the process. Oh, no. We'll, no i'm kidding no way <laughs> <laughs> you, know you nearly got me there you know americans you never know what they come up with that <laughs> you know i did approaching our launch i did change my name on linkedin to whiteboards and then i had a bunch of people reach out to me saying like who are you and so i'm like oh okay i should probably fix that but anyways tom yeah i appreciate you having me on yeah we did watch your video i'm someone who's like hyper focused on the community's response and so I watched it through, was taking notes of all the feedback, talking with our, <laughs> talking with our engineering team of like, oh, we got to fix that. We got to do this. And so no, I just appreciate the opportunity to speak about it more live and i um, happy to talk through it to answer questions. That's awesome. And before we dive into this, I just want for the people who are live or watching the recording inside the membership, sex background, if we just zoom out to show it once, that's actually <laughs> obviously a whiteboard. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And we, I, I also love the card there that says Zach Blodgett there. Great. Yeah. Like I said, I'm hyper invested. You know, we built these out for our squad and people started asking, oh, can I get one of those too? So <laughs> it's a fun little way to, you know, play around with the feature. That's great. So how did you come up with the idea of whiteboards? Was it a hackathon? Do you do some things like this on ClickUp as well? Hackathons? We do love our hackathons. Oh, right. 
It's, it's funny because we call them hackathons on the product side. And then engineers like, wait, you're building something? We're like, no, no, we're just we're ideating, we're brainstorming. It's really just a way of understanding like, what do we need to build next? Or, you know, this problem area, what's, what's broken, what's missing that we can add. But, you know, whiteboards was actually discussed and talked about before I joined the team, before it was built at all. I think we were talking about this earlier. I'll, I'll just start speaking about it right now is we actually made the decision to get into this space by actually acquiring a different company who already started building a whiteboard. It was a two-man team in South Korea who were just rock stars of engineers. And we brought them on, but we really felt that, you know, we could have integrations and we will have integrations, or we could build this in-house and really try to integrate it into our platform more. So I can talk more about, you know, kind of the journey of how John and Andre, the engineers, kind of built this from the ground up, or we can go into a different topic. Yeah, well, what I would be interested in first, you had something on there already, like the mind maps. So how is this related? Do you leverage this feature and just, you know, because it's two different features now in there. Looking yeah. at Miro, you have both in one place, right? I can have mind maps on my board. Yeah. Just Super good question. Go so yeah, for anyone who's watching who doesn't know, we do have a mind map feature in ClickUp and there's there's two parts of this. There's like a, like a hierarchy overview, it's called tasks. And then there's a blank mode, which is more that, the one you would think of, the free flowing mind map where you can just kind of throw out all your ideas and have it branch out. So we did feel like it was the right call to go the whiteboards route and then supplement that with mind maps inside of it. So right now there is kind of this dual feature inside of ClickUp. Mm -hmm. what, the, what the ultimate vision is most likely is to find a way to move away from the blank side of, of mind maps and have that just live within whiteboards. Yeah. But then figure out the best way to incorporate what really is special about mind maps, the feature, mm -hmm. and keep that. Because it is really helpful, you know, ClickUp being a, a hierarchy-based tool to visualize your space, your folder, your list, your tasks in, in something like that. So we're figuring out the best way to really make them distinct products inside of ClickUp. But for now, at least what we did release at launch like a month back was mind maps, the free flow version inside of whiteboards. So I'd recommend that for your free flowing. And then if you want to see that hierarchy view, go ahead and use the mind maps view. Mm -hmm. So yeah, is it all about the hierarchy or is it also the how easy it is to spit all the ideas into a mind map by using tab, next, node, and so on? This functionality, or will you incorporate this easy navigation and creation of new nodes in the mind map, in the whiteboarding tool? So I have like boxes and I easily can create it with keyboard shortcuts. It's probably there already. It is. So we have oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so tab you can is, yeah. tab and enter to navigate mind maps on a whiteboard. You can see how this is confusing. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. You got to split these off. But yeah, it does exist already. The only feature that the functionality does not exist on whiteboards is how do I hmm. visualize my hierarchy? You can see your tasks on it, but it's not yet smart enough to have like relationships show or even what list is this connected to. So that'll be something we tackle in the future. Yeah, and this being said, for, for those of you who watched the video, know that I talked a lot more about the 
dynamic functionalities or the potential that we have on whiteboards if implemented properly that you can you can already bring in your tasks onto the whiteboard which is awesome i can already connect them so can build a mind map and this is something that is to me really i always call it mind maps but mean whiteboards and to me everything is a mind map it's just looking differently but okay on a whiteboard i have a diagram and connecting the things together and have a bird's eye view on my project that's the ultimate goal that's the vision behind the whiteboard i guess just say yes and i keep going <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. so, yeah. sorry that was that was awkward <laughs> no so I, i'll yeah. on that a little bit from what we've gathered talking to to customers and doing a lot of research is that there's really like two ways people are using whiteboards or we, we think they're going to use whiteboards is one is like this living document of maybe diagrams flowcharts something that people ref- reference And the other one's going to be like that collaboration piece where you're going there to achieve a goal together with the team. So one's more like individual develop focused and one's brainstorming ideation. Yeah, I come, as I mentioned, I I worked more than eight years in big corporate and I know all the different levels like working in a team, being a manager. And what I really have the vision behind these tools and of the implementations of these is that as my as an employee, I go into ClickUp, I will have a list of things that I need to do to do and I just tick them off every day. As a manager, I go in there, I go onto my whiteboard and see a bird's eye view or as a project manager and see a bird's eye view on the projects and see everything connected. Is this something that you can envision as well? is the ultimate goal for this. Yeah. Zoom in and zoom out, if you like. Yeah, exactly. So whether that looks like some sort of really nice embed or whether that's core functionality built into whiteboards has yet to be determined. But yeah, we want whiteboards to be the place to visualize that in a different way. So much like docs are a different way to visualize your conversations, your SOPs, whiteboards are going to be a different way to visualize the flow, the hierarchy, whatever. But that's something Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there again, if, if you bring in more in functionalities, as I mentioned in this video as well, that you actually bring in two tasks and you connect them and you automatically create dependencies. So yes. you're just picking up functionalities that you already have inside ClickUp. This would be a game changer if this is also visually represented that there's a block or something like this for a project manager. This is really awesome. You just open up the whiteboard, the map, and you see instantly where the bottlenecks, where we are struggling with, without going into a list of tasks. I think this is really the the big advantage that you would have. Is this something you're working on? Yes. Right now we're in the scoping phase, just to be candid. And it's it's very, very complex idea because we got to take into consideration what happens if you were to go update a task or delete a task, make it private. And then how does that dependency reflect on a whiteboard? That being said, once we get over those hurdles it's so powerful like you said it's going to be immensely powerful having those backlinks of showing hey this was updated on a whiteboard by this user at this time and being able to go and you know reference that work and see the timeline of events and then just get that holistic picture of this is dependent or waiting on that so yeah it's it's something that we're talking about heavily right now but in ClickUp inside we have already dependencies right so we can set up dependencies between the tasks so i get i guess it's already considered what happens if i delete the task what happens if i do this the functionalities are already there so mm-hmm. what i just thought from my primitive mind here 
if you connect them together, it would just pick up this functionality that is already there. It just triggers the connection and the handling is also already. Or is it not as easy? Well, so we haven't. So, okay, the connectors that exist inside of whiteboards today are, are visual only. They, ha they have no other functionality except for showing you that they look like they're connected. So we'd have to actually implement the functionality to yeah. say, yeah, these are connected. It very well may be an easy feat once we start doing a like an engineering spike task where we see how hard it is. But right now, since it's just an ideation, we're, we're throwing out all of the potential concerns. And then once we can get past those, we'll go test it out and see, see how easy it is. You know, it's funny. I'm sure you've run into this a lot, but some features are just on, on paper, so simple sounding. And then you go to build it and it's ridiculously complex. And then other ones that are seemingly very complex, sometimes you just turn on a switch and it works. So uh, we'll see what this one is. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's actually a very important thing. I had an interview with the founder and CEO from NotePlan and he said exactly what you said. Well, I just had to switch something on and I had backlinks there ready for my customers. I think the reason is it's only him. He's the only developer, so he knows all his code and all his structure and, and framework. Now yeah. you grew from, what was it, 40 people to now already 800 people within oh. what, a year, half a year? Oh, yeah. So, so when, the complexity certainly increased as well. How do you handle this? Yeah. So yeah, your comments is referring to, I, I started when there was maybe 40 people in the office and, you know, Zeb, CEO of ClickUp was sometimes in the email tickets with us replying back to customers. Like that's how small we were. And as of today, we're well over 800 employees. We have like hundreds of engineers and it's just, it's crazy because, you know, we came from a very small, humble beginnings and moved really fast. And here we are today. Yeah. So, but when you get, when I talk about complexity, I mean, ClickUp was also built by SEP initially to solve one of his own productivity problems. That's how he's explaining it. Now you want to scale and you want to reach the business and cooperate to, to use ClickUp as, as mm -hmm. the O2. For two. And now you're also using it yourself, scaling up to 800 people. So how does ClickUp perform in such a big company then? I, I guess, I assume that you're using ClickUp, right? Or do you yes. use Asana? Oh, how dare you? No. Um, how dare you? We, we use ClickUp internally for everything. Every department is inside of ClickUp, finance, EPD, engineering, product design, support. And we all use it very uniquely depending on the department you're in. I don't know if we'll get to talking about it, but I kind of had a unique journey here at ClickUp starting on the QA technical support side of things and now moving over to products, seeing how we use it very differently. It's it's amazing how complex and unique you can make it. You just need to make sure you have somewhat of a solid structure because Tom, as you know, as setting up from your past, it it's the education and then the consistency of making sure people follow the process that's really important. Yeah. Well, yeah, for the for the process, this is where you really keep it simple or need to keep it simple so people actually keep following the process and everything should make sense people are doing. And this being said, I can just see that Jonathan Althausen joined as well, the live stream. Hi, and hi to everyone uh, who said hello in the chat already. But Jonathan is one of the co-founders of SendPilot, implementing ClickUp for agencies. And we also have SendPilot as our partner experts inside the Payless Movement membership. Really excited. Talking about the Payless Movement membership, 
membership, ClickUp officially now partnered up with the Paperless Movement. And for those who don't know, we launched the Paperless Movement Verified Partner Program. So the Paperless Movement is not sponsored, but we started to verifying companies where we think they really bring value and that we can recommend. ClickUp is one of them. I reached out and said, look, I'm using ClickUp myself. So obviously the verification is not hard. And we did this and we have partnered up. And this means that we are able to provide a 30% discount for ClickUp signups for the members. So if you're inside the membership already, check it out. There's a new discount section if you want to use ClickUp. Zach, talking about complexity, I'm not satisfied with the answer yet. How complex is it using ClickUp in such a fast scaling thing? How do you manage this? Or let's put it a different way. Do you use a own workspace in ClickUp for you for your squad or your department? Or how does okay. you structure ClickUp in ClickUp? Sure. Inside yeah. Kickoff as a company. Sure. Thanks for clarifying. I'm not trying to dodge a question. No, no. So, so we have one workspace for ClickUp, and then we have yeah. spaces for the departments. I'll take our 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 one EPD. It's broken down by squad. So the way that ClickUp works today is we have squads per feature or theme. So a feature would be whiteboards, docs, tasks. Theme might be front end performance, back end performance, something like that. And each of our squads will have, so our, our folders, for example, the whiteboards one, we'll have some freedom in there to create lists and, you know, set up our custom fields how we like, but then it ladders up to a more defined holistic process of mm. you know, these custom fields need to be filled out so we can all have the roadmap updated that all stakeholders can see. Or these statuses need to be used. So if we go to reporting, we can make sure that we understand what's the uh, throughput for your features. So yeah, and then for example, for the whiteboard squad, in terms of how we work, and then Tommy can tell me if you want me to go higher level or not, but you know, we'll have our sprints set up inside of our folder. We'll have a, a kind of a waterfall approach of something goes from an idea to the product backlog where requirements get flushed out. It'll get designed and then thrown into a backlog for engineers to pick up and work on. And then at the start of each sprint, We'll actually open up a whiteboard. We will collaborate on any kickoffs we need to have. And then at the end of the week, we'll have a retro whiteboard that pops up on each sprint. So it's contextual with each sprint. You can go back and refer to it. And then inside of our sprints, yeah, we'll have a variety of tasks that are being put in there, either from that sprint or from tasks and multiple lists. So that's how we work. But I know that some of my colleagues have their squads operating a little bit differently. Some are more documentation heavy, some are lighter and more agile. It's, it's great though, because we have that flexibility while still getting that high level visibility that someone like the CEO can go see how is our throughput. Thank you very much. I mean, this is very transparent and very interesting to see actually the structure, how ClickUp used their own tool. And you mentioned something that was finally the decision why I, I'm using myself in the papers movement business, ClickUp. Although I implemented Asana for more than a thousand people, you know, it works there as well. But the big thing that takes uh, ClickUp apart is the bird's eye view. As you mentioned it, you can go on a top and you see everything in one list and you can filter it and everything. And this is not possible yet in Asana, for example, where you have just, you can create portfolios, they call it and so on, but you have to set up everything manually. In ClickUp, I just go to the top folder, I see everything. 
and then I can go down and, and structure this. So yeah, this is certainly uh, one of the great features in there. So thank you very much for the transparency there. But let's get back to whiteboards because you're the expert there, right? Why are you the expert? Tell us. <laughs> Why am I? Who made you the expert? <laughs> um, I guess I'm expert just because I'm obsessed with it. If, if my background and name didn't give it away. Uh, so, you know, when I joined the team, I was just getting back from paternity leave and I was asked, you know, hey, do you want to join the whiteboard squad? Because I was just coming onto the product team. And I said, absolutely. And uh, spent that week just diving into all the peer play competition, understanding the landscape of what's out there, where the feature gaps. So I guess just because I was hungry enough to learn everything about whiteboards that I'm I'm the expert but I I just really love the I, I love it as a as a product as a feature you know we used it growing up in schools and and then in my office I have one right here and it's just it's, there's so much utility to your teams that are now kind of scattered especially like we saw that really increase during COVID when our teams were across the globe trying to figure out how to work together docs are great tasks are great but just giving that extra level to visualize and collaborate was just really needed and helpful. And so I was really excited to join the team to build it. Yeah. And I think you're on the, on the right path there. And maybe many people think, but there's Miro out there. And Tom, you love Miro and I do love Miro because it is my drag and drop whiteboard. All my high core concepts and all this were developed on these boards. But before you answer, I will give the answer ahead of time. Looking at iCore and the principles that I'm teaching, I also talk a lot about single source of truth, building up your single source of truth. And this is one of the advantages of all-in-one solutions to have everything in one place. So having a whiteboard inside ClickUp might look not as feature-rich like Miro, but the power that we have that we can leverage the data that we already have in ClickUp and put it onto the whiteboard and have dynamic things. I think that's the advantages that we have there. Is this a right sec? Yeah, you got it right. So, I mean, look, there there are some great tools. Miro is great. They serve a purpose and they're going to be the right selection for certain teams and people. Really what we think we can provide value in is saying, just like you said, Hey, look, we're we're an all-in-one productivity platform. You can have whiteboards here with your work already. If that value proposition sounds good to you, go ahead and use it. It's free on our plan, and you know you can start using it with your work. If you need to use an integration, if you need to add Miro, awesome. We still have that ability to do that. You can richly embed it. But really, I, I think our main goal is just give you the tools to be as productive as possible. If it makes sense, use it. If it doesn't, use something else. But we at least want to try our best to provide as much value with our with our tool. Yeah. And uh, something that we shouldn't forget is that you also have to train the people on several okay. tools. So if they're already within one ecosystem, they're not switching tools, and then they already know the layout and the UI, UX, it's much yeah. easier to train people within the same tool. That's also very interesting. So one more, I have a question in the chat actually from Rhonda. Rhonda, hi. Is the ClickUp University available? I signed up a long time ago and didn't take the class. There's another yes. question from there. And is the whiteboard feature included in the university? Yes and yes. We, we launched the whiteboards course in the university when whiteboards launched ago. So it is all up and running for you to go check out. Great. That's awesome. So can you share a bit more details? I mean, I think on Level Up, you mentioned what you showed there is about 10% of what you're planning to do with whiteboards. Come on, a few things that you want to tell us that makes us excited that you're working on. <laughs> 
Sure. So we, we obviously, for anyone who's watching, there's a lot we have to do still and that we want to do that are kind of like table stakes for whiteboards. So so the ones that we're working on right now, and I can say this because it's on it's uncanny, you can go check out the progress updates we make, but we feel that public sharing is going to be a big one. You know, a lot of times you have uh, consulting companies, marketing companies that are working with external external clients that need to be able to share these out. And right now it's all internal. So the ability to share that is going to be really important. And then for the diagramming use case, we feel that text on connector will be important. It's one of our highest, highest voted ones on Canny right now. And so that's going to be just another step in making our di diagramming better. And then in addition to that, there's some, some things that were missed at level up that we want to get in. The ability to have like multi-select objects and have a multi-select like menu. Mm -hmm. So those are those are very near term. And then going forward, kind of the themes that we're going after for the next couple months are going to be really, really around connecting more to ClickUp. So the ability to, you know, slash commands, open up a whiteboard, the ability to have that backlink with the doc or task you were working in, really just embed it more and more is going to be a big theme. And then another one will be some collaboration features. We definitely want to unlock the power of ClickUp, you know, using comments and, and things like that. So that, that's kind of what's in our scope right now. There's a ton of features I have in the backlog, though. Well, that, that's, a, that's a good list already to tick off. I guess that's really important to focus on, especially the sharing thing. I'm using Miro to share my client work and so on with them. And they have a password as well. So this is good. So if this comes to ClickUp, this is certainly something worth to, yeah. to use then. The whiteboard for as well, sharing it with external clients. Yeah. So big thing. Maybe I, I talk with Seb about him, it more in, in the interview with him, but stability, reliability of ClickUp, this is still an issue. I mean, let's just face it. It's a bug fest so many times when I go in there that I need to, I made actually a post about this command R. That's the most used key keyboard shortcut that I use reloading the page. And so in order to see this reflected. So I guess you will just tell me now that you are working hardly all together on the stability. But it, doesn't it introduce even more problems when you're adding more features like this? How do you ensure that you get stable and then in a stable way, introduce these new features without making it yeah. stable again? Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, it's, it's a valid question. It's something that for what it's worth, we feel too. We dog food our own product. Uh, so any changes that go out get sent to everyone internally. And since we use ClickUp internally, we do feel the pain. So we're fixing a lot of things, but there still are bugs that people experience and that's obviously not acceptable. I will say, I mean, yes, we are, we are working heavily on it, but to, to your point about why are we working on features instead of just bugs, just to shed some light on how we operate because we have those different squads. Like I said, there are teams dedicated to certain things. So my squad, for example, is focused on whiteboards and we do have larger engineering resources on teams focus solely on bugs. So this allows us to both focus on getting those bugs, getting that performance better, while also focusing on still pumping out features because you know I think there's a good balance to making sure we're hitting both of those. I will say that we've been making a ton of progress on the bugs and the performance. And we have, I think Zev has mentioned multiple times that we have teams dedicated to the performance side of things. We have quarter objectives where, you know, we'll tackle a certain amount of bugs each quarter. So there's a lot of work being done. I really can sympathize with the what, what you feel. 
like again, we use it, but we're, we're doing as much as we can and we're continuing to hire and scale up the teams to make sure we can make it a great product. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the issue every company has has a product, right? Especially when you're growing in such a fast pace and introducing new features. So it, it's no wonder to me. And for, you know, to be clear here as well, it's nothing that you cannot work with ClickUp, right? Uptime is um, there and usually it's just the reload thing. So I'm doing jokes about this. But yeah, it, it sometimes it doesn't feel, it does feel unfinished and then instantly few days later, you see already the fix there. So that's good. But the question is to me, isn't there an implementation, you know, something, some some medium in between that you have the squad working on the features? And then you, you tell me there's a team working on the bugs, but wouldn't it be great to have a team actually understanding how good it can be implemented, what you're building there, so you can build in your silo? Then you, it's Q&A, right? So you did Q&A before. Is this something you have there heavily as well, who have the understanding of both ends? It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a complex topic just because... Um, we have such, like you said, we have such a large system. It's very complex and we've scaled, we've hyper growth scale. So we are really tackling a lot of these issues. Some of them take a lot more time to unpack. For example, if you want to talk about maybe your comments about, you know, refreshing, fixing things. Yeah. And that's definitely a frustration that has to do with something that we are trying to tackle holistically, but it's, it's like on a per basis that when it comes up, we squash it, like you said, and we'll, mm. we'll ship that next release. So mm. it's, it's one being aware of these issues and then two, making sure that when we're fixing them, instead of just applying a fix for that one area, it's going to be more of a platform fix is, is what we're going for more recently, which has been making it a lot better. So we're going to continue. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Your system, uh, you're doing system optimization there overall, which is great. So you just make it overall more stable, not just firefighters, right? So you're actually planning ahead. That's great. Very much. Zach, I want to talk with you later this year and talk about all the awesome new features that were published to the whiteboards feature. Yeah, let's do, do it. Do you think it will be worth it end of the year? Enough to talk about. What oh yeah. Released in the meantime. Oh yeah, we got lots coming. So just wait. Uh, that's awesome. So I can't wait for this. So where are you? Where can people reach out to you? Where can they find you? To me specifically, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn. I'm I'm pretty responsive. I'll make sure to get you either directed to the right person or answer your question. And then if you're looking for whiteboard specific, we have a we have a public form canny and go there. Submit your feature requests. I respond to people there. If you run into issues, you know, you can put your things there. And, you know, this, I, I was telling Thomas earlier, we're very community driven. Uh, Click was really built by us talking back and forth with customers every day. And uh, we want to maintain that. So as much as you want to reach out, I will I will be responding. And thanks a lot for having me on, Tom. That's awesome. Yeah, I can agree. Kenny, very, very good handle there. Also on social media, I'm always surprised how you handle Twitter and so on, responding to all of them. I love the GIF games on Twitter as well. So great. Zach, thanks for being on the show. I cannot wait to see what else comes to ClickUp later this year. And I'll catch you up next time. Thanks. Tom.